Welcome to another episode of the Marketing and the Cupcakes podcast. You got Mike, you got John. Today, I'm actually recording inside the standout truck. So this is a treat for everybody. <laughs> John, how, how are you doing today? Good, how are you, Mike? I'm doing great. So today, John is going to break down radio marketing. I think this is great for everyone to understand. Even if you haven't advertised on radio yet, I think if you under, the better you understand market on different types of media, the better you get at marketing, the better you get at messages, the better you get at getting people to pay enough attention to your thing that they want to buy it. I'm going to hand the mic over to John. Uh, John, is all floor is all yours. Hi, thanks, Mike. Mike, I spent many millions of dollars on radio marketing. I don't think there's anyone that approaches it the same way that I approached it. And uh, so I, I really encourage radio market. Most people say, well, I don't have enough money to advertise on radio. The fact is you probably do. So let's just take your truck business and let's advertise it on radio. All right. Okay. So you're going to knock, you're going to call a radio station up and they're going to send you they're going to try to sell you a 13-week package. And they're going to try to sell you a number of ads. Like your ad will go off five times a day for 13 days. And most people, when they do radio, they buy that package. And what's horrible about that package is, one, you don't know if the message is working. Two, People that listen to radio are creatures of radio. They'll listen at specific times almost regularly. When do you think people listen to radio the most, Mike? I know from what you told me before, morning drive. Yep. Morning drive is more people got their radio on. Now, a lot of times people go, well, they do spot different kinds of music things and stuff like that. But really, most people will listen to the radio for different reasons in the morning. There's a station on the radio up here called WBZ, and they do local news and national news like every half an hour. So you could catch a lot of just news on that station. You could listen to sports radio, which I do, a lot of, I, I'm addicted to sports radio. But on sports radio, the morning drive is more of an entertainment show, but the rest of the day, it's more about sports in Boston. Uh, you could have the biggest, one of the biggest stations here is 100.7 and 107. The 107.9 is more of a, under 30 market, I would say. They play a lot of popular tunes and stuff like that. And the the 100.7 is rock and roll, like 70s, 80s, 90s. They might go into the 2000s, but it's a lot of tunes you would recognize. Then, of course, there's radio stations that gear specifically toward black market. There's radio stations that gear toward the Christian market, there's radio stations that gear toward 
the Spanish market, those radio stations usually are not as popular as the three stations. There's a lot of also just talk radio stations. Before Rush Limbaugh died, he was a huge, I didn't listen, but it's hard to ignore when you're advertising on radio a person like Rush Limbaugh because he was in every city in the country and a lot of people listened to him. So when he did an ad, the number of people that heard your ad was really large, larger than most TV stations. And if you compare radio with television, like for example, do you watch, do you get up in the morning and turn on the television and watch news or anything? Not really, but I have friends that do. Okay. Television is, there's a lot of stations and usually television of listeners are not as large as radio listeners. And the reason for that is because there are so many television stations and some shows are really popular shows, but they rarely reach huge numbers. Of course, the Super Bowl's big. Everybody's watching that. But the, generally speaking, the Reds, if you advertise on the Boston Red Sox, it's got a lower number of people watching it than an NBA game a lot of times. If you advertise on a golf thing, the people that watch golf are people that golf, that buy the clubs and the balls and all stuff like that. They buy the watches. And you can see on the, the ads what kind of people they're, they're marketing to. But if you listen to popular radio stations, every market, even Springfield, has got five mark, five stations that are in your top five. And they're broken down by probably, I know that 100.2 out there is kind of rocket, classic rock or something, right? You got Fireford stations mixed in with that. And... Every radio station, if you were interested in advertising on radio station, they're going to try to sell you the 13-week package. But the fact is that during the day, different people listen at different times. At night, the people that are listening, there are less number at night than there are during the day. And overnight, there are less people than at nighttime. So the radio stations are broken up into morning drive, which is 6 to 10, midday, which is 10 to 2, drive time, which is 2 to 6, 6 or 7, and then nighttime, which is 7 to seven to midnight, I think. And yeah, then, there's over, then there's overnight, which is midnight till 6. Now, believe it or not, you could find out how many people listen to overnight radio. And it's the cheapest radio to buy. So you could buy the number one station in overnight and probably not spend more than 50 bucks on it. And the radio station, if you kept that digging, they will tell you how many people are listening each hour. And they will tell you how many people are listening each quarter hour. And they will tell you how many people are listening cumulative during the whole period. So... Because what I said earlier, people are creatures of habit, the chances are somebody listening between 12 and 2 are probably not the same people listening between um, 4 and 6. 
And the people listening before and six have people getting up in the morning and getting their day started. The people between 12 and two might be, I don't know, going out or coming home or something like that. It's a different crowd. But you could actually know how many people you're listening to. And you could target to who your audience is. Now, in your case, you're driving an advertising uh, vehicle around and you're looking for people that have businesses to advertise, right? Yep, 1,000%. Right. There might be other people that want to advertise too. Maybe somebody wants to advertise they're getting married Some because you'll see those claims with a cited back, I love you or something like that. I bet you would do well at Valentine. If you turned it out to just or Mother's Day or something like that or birthdays. And you could really maybe make somebody famous on a particular day. But let's do it with the the business side of people. When you're advertising that a number of people see your truck in the course of the day and you're selling the the company and how many people are going to see your truck. So you're doing the same thing that radio does. They're saying, this this is how many people listen. I like knowing how many people listen in a quarter hour because that really tells me how many people will hear my one ad if I run one ad. If I ran one ad on the 100.7 station, I would run that ad maybe three times a week, once a morning. And I would try to get the same hour or same time for the first week to see if my message was working, to see if they could deliver the message. So there's a lot to it. And I'd be happy to work with anybody you know, if they wanted to write questions about it. But the one thing about it is that when you get the quarter hour numbers, you also can find out how they break down. Are they between under 18? They can give you a number 18 to 25, I think, what, 25 to 35, I think, 35 to 50, 50 to 65. So they're different numbers. You know what I, you know what I like? Sorry to cut you off, John. You know what I like about that day part and then finding the right audience? Um, You you could end up running the exact same campaign digitally at those same times, too. So you could get those people uh, in multiple places. Yep. Yes. Yes. Once, yeah. In in the digital advertising, the the same ad will work that's worked on the radio, and the same ad that's worked on the radio would also work on billboards or on your truck side. I would recommend to everyone who has a business that's thinking about marketing to listen to radio commercial radio, and to listen to the commercials. Yeah. Now, some stations, when they break, will break for eight commercials in a row. Eight. You know? So that means eight messages. There might be a lot of people listening, but if you're in the middle of that break, no one's going to hear your ad. If you're the first one coming out of the break, they've got a good chance of sharing your ad. Or if you're the last, if you're the first one coming into the next radio spot, like they've got eight commercials, if you're the first commercial or the eighth commercial, you got a better chance of people hearing your ad. So if you're just beginning to advertise, a lot of people don't ask for that, but you've got to work with the rep because the rep has 
with Ruffle. So you're not spending enough money for me to make this worthwhile. And you tell them, I'm going to spend a lot of money, but I need for, to find out if my message is correct. So you need to sell the rep on getting what you want. Now, some stations that only do three commercials at every break. So listening to radio will teach you a lot about how to advertise. And that just made me, I'm sorry, John. That just made me think of what you just said just now made me think of when you was first taught me radio and I was buying all those ads that weren't working. And then you, you told me about the breakdown that, that first or the, the last ad. And then you also taught me about live reads, getting the ad in the voice of the actual radio personality. Can, I don't know if you're going to get there, but I, just, I got so excited. I wanted to see if you're going to talk about live reads too. Yeah, I'm going to finish with the kind of ads that are, because it's such a long topic. You can talk about radio advertising once a day, 50 minutes a day for the next and I'm not going to do that. It's, there's just, there, but you can do that on your own and, and learn about it. There's a lot to learn on your own. And I would not go to the, and, and Google how to advertise on radio. I would only do what I said. Because no one, anytime you Google how to advertise on radio, it's not going to come up with what I'm about to say. And what I'm about to say is there are basically three kinds of ads. There's an ad where the personality does the ad. Now, every radio station hires personalities to bring in an audience. That's why they're there, you know? So they have a credibility with their audience. So and a lot of times radio stations will charge a personality fee for them doing your ad. But you're getting the star of the show doing your ad and saying whatever it is that you want them to say. And because people are creatures of habit and you ran that same ad three times in one week, within two weeks, people are going to hear it probably four or five times. The same people. And they need to hear it in order to respond. And when a personality is doing your ad, you got a better chance of being the first one or the last one in the break. Now, personality, a lot of times, say I'll record an ad. Now, recorded ads don't work as well as them doing a live, a real live ad every time they do it. Uh, but a recorded ad is second best, probably. A lot of times, the so those are like the personality ads. They're either recorded or they're, they're live. I would push for the live ad. If they say we don't do live ads, then go, go to another radio station. You know, um, because if you're starting out a radio advertising, you, you don't want to blow a lot of money, but you do want to find a credible announcer that will do your ads for you and make your fall right. Uh, so the second kind of ad, which is, a lot of times it's the guy who owns the company or a woman who owns the company and it's their voice. Say, hi, this is my calling. I got a, a truck out there and I can do anything. You might be really good at it, like doing your own ad. But then again, you might be stuck in that in a long commercial break. And so you need to get 
you need to know that you're in a long commercial break, so you need to advertise more. But you'll see a lot of people, if you watch any TV or listen to any radio, it's the guy that owns the company is doing the ad. And like I, on sports radio, there are a lot of uh, people advertising for uh, long trades, the trade business, or a lot of people advertising for water in your basement. And most of the time, the personality does those ads. A lot of moving ads. Go to my mover, this van company. They moved for me. And, or Weight Watchers. I've, I got on this Weight Watcher program. It's a lot of times it's endorsements of the personality. It Sometimes it's endorsements by a customer. But it's that kind of thing for another kind of ad. And the third kind of ad is a produced ad. Would you think it's really clever? Let's maybe have music in it. It might be something really interesting that you like. But again, a produced ad, a radio station will produce an ad for you most of the time for free. But clever produced ads are really hard to do. You almost need to hire a professional to write and do the ads for you, do all that stuff. But the radio station won't come up with anything clever or really interesting. But they will definitely do an ad for you for free. And you could produce an ad yourself and work on it. Uh, the last thing I'm going to say is there are three kinds of ads, basically. There's a, an ad that's 15 seconds. There's an ad that's 30 seconds. And there's an ad that's a minute. I used to do only minute ads. And in my ad, I would have the personality do it. And in the first, almost the first thing they would say is my phone number. Then they would say my phone number halfway through. And the very last thing they would say is my phone number. So my phone number got mentioned three times. And at a point where people just knew the phone number. Of course, now people don't like that memorized. But if you're like, if you heard my ad and say, I got to buy a birthday present. I'm just going to call it summer. You really don't look there. Just you remember it. That's really important. So what you're advertising is how you want who's ever listening to, to respond to you. You, if you've got a store, you want them to come into your store. So everybody that's listening to this ad gets a treat, something or other by coming into the store. You know, just say the word Michael Conley. <laughs> But yeah, and you can measure the response and how well the thing's working. So you could advertise on big radio stations for very little money. You could advertise on New York City probably for $50 in an overnight and get more people than you can in, in Hartford, Connecticut. Because it's just literally way more people. And the total service area of New York City is 11 million. The total area that could hear like an AM radio station is about 11 million. It's Connecticut, it's Rhode Island, it's it's Connecticut, it's Long Island, it's Philadelphia, it's Jersey. And you draw a circle around it, that's how many people actually tune into that radio station. That's another number. Total service area is another number. Average quarter hour, cumulative listeners, which I don't 
care about because it would be like saying to me that Channel 4 here, which is the, the CBS channel, this is how many people listen to our ads in the course of a week. This is how many listeners we've got or people watching the TV station in a week, all right? But you're not advertising every day and every minute that, in that week. So to me, the cumulative number is not a big number. But the 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 age and what they could break down is a really big... They could give you a lot of information. Listen. All right, Mike. That was really smart. Super technical. I think a lot of what you talked about today, John, a lot of people don't think about. But if you have that understanding, it could definitely help you craft better messaging and even use radio to target people. And, and I, I also like what you said about even going to the bigger market but doing a slower time, you still may reach way more people during that time, overnight or wherever that time slot may be, than you would in prime time in a smaller market. And I, I think the cool thing with that too is if you're in the stage where you're testing your messages, you rather spend that money testing the messages to see if the messenger actually worked to get someone to, to call your number or used to see increased traffic on your website and then build from there. And that's one of the things you taught me when I was learning radio ads and stinky kicks. And and I, I had a limited budget. And I remember you just telling me, Mike, you have enough to, to run a campaign. You have enough to run a campaign. And then I did everything that you said in, in this podcast today, including having the radio personality record the ad. They did a couple live reads but they did more of the recorded ad boss and what i did with that i placed it because i realized that if i had a kid talking on the radio along with the radio personality i up my chances because i would the mom or the dad would hear the radio personality and their kid would hear the kid on the radio and that's exactly what happened i had my ad run when parents would be bringing their kids to school and when parents be picking their kids up from school, and a lot of people bought baby gifts because the, the little kid in the car said, hey, mom, she just said we should get one of those stinky cakes for aunt so-and-so. And then mom was like, what are you talking about? And she missed the ad. But then when they picked the kid up, the ad came on again. Mom, this is the stinky cakes thing. And then mom would end up calling us or going to the website and buying one. So if you're creative with your with your approach your marketing strategy on radio really it, it, it's such a it's such a great way to a build awareness get customers but also test if your marketing messages work because once you know your marketing messages work you just sprinkle them everywhere to get more people yeah. all right john this was another great one time is the most valuable commodity thank you for spending some time with us until the next episode Keep working on your marketing. Keep working on your messages. And we have tons of resources for you on marketingandcupcakes.com. Until the next episode, have a great day. Peace.